Welcome to the family with JB, Andy Brent Bernard, and Cassie Schrader. And we'll be right back, kick things off with the family. Michael Bryant, Brad Sean Bryant, what's the latest? Well, basically, we're trying to represent people who have been hurt and talk to them before they talk to an adjuster. Uh, one of the key points is to make sure you know what your rights are before you start talking to the insurance company and they start asking you questions or they try to settle your case early and cheap. Well, what's interesting to me is, you know, a lot of people have fear of attorneys. It makes them very uncomfortable. They get nervous about it. What should I do? I've known Michael for years and years now, and I would highly recommend you. So that should be good enough for everybody because I don't endorse people who are dirtbags. Well, I, I appreciate that. Um, but I guess the key is, is people think I'll charge them if I talk to them. Right. So a lot of people call me up. It's like, how much is this going to cost if you call me back? Like, you want me to call you back? How much will that cost? I don't charge people. The only way I get paid is if we recover, um, if we get money from the, the other side. And there's a lot of people I talk to that I never get paid for that are just part of giving them advice to make sure they know what they can do and what their rights are. And your record's terrific as well, we should point out. Well, it works. It's been good. <laughs> it's been good, ladies and gentlemen. It's been good. And how do they contact you? At, uh, e- either through our website, which is minnesotapersonalinjury.com, minnesotapersonalinjury.com, or at 800-770-7008. Michael Bryant, Bradshaw, and Bryant. Recently, the four Walzer dealerships in Burnsville, Walzer Subaru, Walzer Honda, Walzer Nissan, and Walzer Mazda encountered a hailstorm. Adjusters flew in from around the U.S. to handle a claim on what will be over 2,500 new and used cars. They've drastically reduced the pricing on these vehicles, and there are some wonderful bargains available. But here's the deal. I normally hate the hurry-these-won't-last style of marketing, but in this case, it is true. It's not like they'll go into the back lot at night with hammers and make more. I also usually tell people to check them out online, but in the case of slightly damaged cars, you really do have to see them for yourselves. Stop out to Walzer Mazda, Nissan, Honda, and Subaru just south of the Burnsville Mall on Buck Hill Road. If you really want to, you can tell them Tom sent you, but that sounds kind of dumb. What is that? Nirvana. Nirvana. What song is that? I know it's Nirvana, but what song is it? It's called Heart Shaped Box. Heart Shaped Box. There you go. I don't know. Today I woke up. I feel like, man, I'm vicariously living in the 90s. I don't know why. You know, I'm vicariously living uh, out of prison because I'd like to smoke the guy. I go and have my car washed. I pull in. They hose the thing all down. Mm -hmm. uh, And the guy leaves. Mm -hmm. Didn't push the button, which would advance me through the the car wash. (laughs) And I'm like, what? where are we? Is there anybody here? Or what are we doing? I'd love to get that phone call. Um, yeah, I'm stuck in a car wash. I literally put it in gear and drove right over the top of it to get out. Because I literally honked my horn. I did everything. Nobody ever came. Wow. Unbelievable. That is bizarre. I'm glad I gave him $14 for nothing. I, You know, some of those car washes, uh, you know, I don't want to call anyone out, but, you know, you pay 20 bucks or they go yeah, in, the car yep. goes through the thing, they're supposed to vacuum and everything. Right. There's times I, I get my car back, it doesn't even look like it's been touched on I me. I couldn't and agree I'm like, more. what am I paying for? Or for me, my seat position has been changed and my radio station has been changed. Um, While you're having oh, your car yeah. washed. <laughs> Oh, my God. I told you not to listen to KMOJ, but you wouldn't listen to me. What station does it always get turned to? KMOJ. Uh, 
92.5 KQS. Yeah, it's just, it must be a... <laughs> no, it's uh, Shameless some <laughs> hip-hop station or something. Oh. So your people are doing it. <laughs> <laughs> <No>. <laughs> he goes, no! But it's, it's fun. I love it that. Also, also happens at a, at a certain... Um, dealership when i get my card done you mean like a walzer automotive group walzer.com dealership <laughs> yeah when, <laughs> like shameless plugs going on. Yeah, a lot of shameless plugs going on for all the stuff that's going wrong with jb i like it hey, it but, all works out in the end man but yeah but luckily in my car though it's i have uh buttons for two preset positions Oh, yeah, right. So right. I can easily just press a button and mm-hmm. it comes back to where. And oh, fancy car. Yeah, that car, which they don't make anymore. Toyota does not make it anymore because it was too close to a RAV4 and a oh, Highlander. Yeah, yeah. So they couldn't sell them. But everybody who bought one loves it. It has like 10 luxury car features in it. But it's it not does? a luxury car. Really? Yeah. Nice. Well, power windows used to be a luxury feature, so it's just a matter of time. My neighborhood windows used to be a luxury feature. <laughs> they got all busted out that. every night. I understand that. Oh, we had a car oh, yeah. when I was a kid uh, that still had the uh, the windows you literally rolled down. I don't. Which co- was that really? Yeah, I think that was the van. Maybe was it the Durango or? I don't think it was the Durango. It was the one before that. Like God, I was I really young, but yeah, we had a. Roll windows down car. You don't see that anymore. No, you certainly no. don't. They're all electric, and that's not that's not even remotely a luxury feature anymore. But 30 no. years ago, it that's was standard. Yeah. Andy, I hate to tell you this, but Kanye West stole your name. I know you wanted to change your name, but what he stole your name. What is his name now? What do you mean, what's his name? How do you not know what his name is? I try to avoid Don't Kanye. you read Jet? <laughs> don't you read Jet I don't or think Ebony? I don't think Jet. Are Ebony still around? Essence oh, they're is. Not really. Essence no? is? Yeah. Oh, the other two are not even around anymore? I don't think so. What the hell is that all about? If See. they are, they're in like very small production or maybe just online. Did you find his name yet, Andy? <laughs> uh, I was looking up the magazines. Looks like they're both still on, but they're not in print anymore. What? Yeah. Well, so you can get them online. That's like right. 90% of magazines, though. That's true. They've yeah. all moved that online. Is true. That's very, very true. Yeah, because, like, Dave did an art. They did an article with Dave. TV Guide did uh, about Holzer Files. And we tried to find a TV Guide. No, you can't not easy. find them. Any, the no, only I pl- suppose not. They used to be in every, like, grocery, grocery store, store checkout right. line. Every right. family's bathroom. <laughs> the TV yeah. Guide ended That and Reader's Digest. Okay, so his new name is, he hasn't changed it yet, but he's changing his name to, you ready? God, Shem God. You're it's actually worse than that. <laughs> Double Jesus. His name is Christian Genius Billionaire West. Mm. What? Christian Genius Billionaire West. So basically, he saw what <laughs> Trump did, and he thought, I can do that, but even more, and then I'll be even more popular. Isn't that unbelievable? That is so disgusting. It's just so weird. Wouldn't you wish a judge would go, get out? Get out. I know, right? <laughs> get out of my court. Well, the thing is, he's changing it because he's running for president in 2024. That's correct. He's running for president in 2024. So he's basically just copying Trump, but, I mean, like, yes, Trump was like basically a, I don't know, he was an entertainer more than a politician. Yes. But there's a point where it just becomes so much that people just think you look dumb. 
And yeah, naming yourself happened. Christian genius billionaire is that funny. <laughs> <That's> so stupid. <laughs> well, but uh, this is the guy who went by Yeezy, which is just Yeezy. a corruption yeah. of Jesus. Yeah, so. yeah. but exactly. it, it doesn't. It doesn't even like roll off the tongue either. I no, mean, it's it not it's something genius billionaire. <laughs> yeah, it's just like it's, a lot of work. Yeah, it doesn't even like make sense. There's no, it doesn't gel well, I guess. But he's trying. Uh, well, P Diddy or Puff Daddy, I don't even know what he goes with. Sean Combs, mm-hmm. um, he's changed his name numerous times as well. Right. And right. I think I, all it is is just it's a publicity thing, just to get yeah, your totally. name out there and. Oh yeah, as stupid as it, as it is. At least Pete Diddy never called himself God or Jesus. Yeah, for no. real. Not yet. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> there's still coming? time. <laughs> <laughs> there's still time on the clock's still ticking, baby. Uh, and by the way, if he is indeed Christian Jesus or no genius, excuse me, Christian genius billionaire, he better get on the uh, on the wagon pretty soon because there are three billionaires spending a ton of money right now to make sure that their political voices are heard. Mm-hmm. Bloomberg dumped millions, I think $72 million into Virginia and I think in Iowa to buy favor with people. And you got Tom Steyer who tried to buy endorsements in Iowa, which I think is against the law, if I remember correctly. And then you got uh, uh, Mike, Mr. Microsoft, Bill Gates. Bill Gates, billionaires fighting back over Warren's proposals. So she's got no chance of winning because the billionaires have now turned on her. So, you know, good yeah, luck well, to you. Yeah, she, she has no. But wouldn't it be typical that Amy Klobuchar would be the nominee and then have her butt handed to her for the third Minnesotan to be <laughs> embarrassed of in, a, in a presidential. I see it. Hubert Humphrey, it's Walter Mondale. <laughs> I said, remember the night that he lost to oh. Norm Coleman. I do remember that. And they said, uh, uh, David Letterman said, I see the Minnesota dragged out uh, Walter Mondale for a good old-fashioned ass whooping. <laughs> <laughs> Walter Mondale. Walter Mondale. Walter's a huge fan of mine. Oh, he oh, loves I, me. Oh, I bet. I could guess. He <laughs> loves Uncle Tommy. There's no doubt about that. But um, in any case, we're keeping an eye on things. Walter Mondale is the oldest living vice president. Oh, that's right. Well, Carter's the oldest living president, president. too. I believe so. So Carter Mondale, the, yeah. the president, vice president of the, the oldest. Longevity duo. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, but they had the, sh- the shortest time in office. They did indeed. Well, yeah. You got to go. Mm-hmm. Hey, all Jimmy Carter ever talked about behind the scenes, and I, I, I think people know about this now, but maybe not, is all Carter talked about behind the closed doors was how Mondale would not stop harping on him about really getting way over the top with the whole liberal deal. And Carter was going, no, we're not going to do that. Settle down. Mm-hmm. Walter Mondale's a hillbilly, let's be honest. <laughs> well, he is. I mean, he's from some hillbilly town. Some Ceylon. Where's Ceylon? It is near the border of Iowa. Or is that Ceylon? It is Ceylon. How do you spell it? Oh, C-E-Y-L-O-N? Yep. Oh, it's Ceylon, like the, is that a country, isn't it? Or it used to be a country? I don't know. I believe so, but it he's... It was named from, after the island of Ceylon. Well, the island, it's an island, okay. to be, oh, which is now named... Sri Lanka. Sri Lanka. There you go. Well, there Ceylon, you go. Sri Lanka. There you go. It has a population of 300. 
Three hundred people? So, oh yeah, pretty small. It does not have a population of three hundred people. <laughs> the city, yeah. That's it. Yep. God, can you imagine if you had the number one radio show in that market? Uh, I got fifteen got a, people listening to me. It's got a ten watt transmitter. <laughs> exactly. That's all you need. Tracking everybody you have to down. Live right next door to it to get it. That's exactly right. Other well, than that, though, everything is really, really good. It's dropping about one percent a year, so probably uh, oh, not going to be around in about fifty years. Ceylon, Sri, Sri Lanka is not going to be around in fifty years. No, the city. Well, the city. The city is called Ceylon? Yes. Oh, okay. I thought the whole country was called Ceylon. No, well, the country into... was, but now it's not. Oh, okay. I think he was talking about the place Mondale came from. Yes. only has 300 people. <clears throat> yeah. Oh, I thought you were talking about the other Ceylon. No. Well, I mean, once Walter moves out, why even bother mm-hmm. to stay, right? <laughs> I wonder if he still lives there. Probably not. I'm pretty sure he doesn't. I'm pretty sure he does not, ladies and gentlemen. A New York judge has ordered President Trump to pay $2 million to resolve a lawsuit alleging he misused his charitable foundation to further his political and business interests. You mean like every other politician? <laughs> they all do that. More corruption. But you know what? If he, yeah, it is. It's corrupt. And he, if he owes the $2 million, he should pay the $2 million. Right. What are you doing? Man, this has been the most corrupt oh, God. presidency since, ne- well... Clinton was up there, but I think he has surpassed Clinton. They're all filthy. I mean, let's be honest. Well, the the odd thing is, and I can only go by what I see and read, but supposedly in the Obama administration, it was straight zeros. No no indictments, no impeachment, no... No, there's none of that. Right. They're not going to go after a black man in America. There's <laughs> yeah, no way no. they do that these days. Are you kidding? You guys are like a protected species no. right now. <laughs> you, have you been a football coach in a college setting? Oh, that's true. You get you get a year to really? turn. You, you hand it most of the time. Yeah, you that hand, is true. You hand right. it a, a program that's in turmoil yep. or very crappy, and you get a year, a year and a half, at the most That's to turn true. it around, and if not, I mean, Florida State, and it's criminal that schools are allowed to do this. Paid their coach twenty million dollars to go away. That's a state institution. Jesus. Twenty million. Yes, that's what they owed him. Wow. Good God. Now, gee, suppose- I wonder why tuition is so high. Yeah. No, I was going to say supposedly a booster wrote the check. Yeah, they do. Boosters write right the check, the check those, yeah. which is even more criminal because they could do so much good with, but they yeah, want they want to be able to pound their chest and say they went to yada yada school and they give money of this school that wins football games right. or basketball games right. or hockey or whatever it could be, and they would rather write a check for twenty million dollars to make somebody go away than donate that same money to help people. Or causes or whatnot. Well, it's because no ego in that deal. No. Oh, you give to charity? What a fool. Well, but Bill Gates proves that wrong. He gives millions he does, and yeah. millions, and he, he gets does. ego from that. And so does Warren Buffett. Right. Warren Buffett gives a lot of money to charity, too. So, yeah, a New York judge has ordered President Trump to pay $2 million to resolve a lawsuit alleging he misused his charitable foundation to further his political and business interests. The Trump Foundation said after the ruling Thursday that money raised by the penalty will go to several charities, including the U.S. Holocaust Memorial Museum, and the United Negro College Fund. It called the lawsuit politically motivated, but it was glad the matter was resolved. 
New York's attorney general filed a lawsuit last year alleging Trump and his family illegally operated the foundation as an extension of his businesses and his presidential campaign. Attorney uh, General Letitia James said the court's decision was a major victory. She had initially been seeking about $2.8 million in restitution from the president. She also, per CNN, wanted Trump and his uh, kids banned from serving on the board of any other New York nonprofit. The judge did not order that, nor did she order Trump to pay punitive damages. She uh, did sign off on an agreement to close the Trump Foundation and distribute about $1.7 million in remaining funds to other nonprofit groups. So how was that a major victory? Look, I agree. If he owed the money, he should pay the money, absolutely. Mm-hmm. You did something wrong, I'm sorry, you got to pay up, just like anybody else. But then for her to claim that it was a major victory, how was that a major victory? You collected money that you were due. That's not a victory. You did your job. <laughs> Anything that makes Trump look bad in a lot of yeah. people's eyes is a victory for you them. You mean like now. Twitter? Yeah. Twitter <laughs> makes them look bad. Well, that's, yeah. that's well, yeah. self-inflicted. Yeah, that yeah, that exactly. is self-inflicted, man. He kind of, uh, yeah. Well, the only time I ever see it, of course, because I don't go on Twitter, the only time I see it is when it's printed in the newspapers, but it's like, Donald, Jesus, would you calm down? Just can you just dial her back. protect yourself from yourself? Yeah, well, there you go. Just protect yourself from yourself. That That's a good way to put it. He needs a filter. He needs a huge filter. <laughs> yeah, he, he HEPA filter. He needs a HEPA filter, exactly. That's exactly what he needs. We'll take a quick break here. Be right back with the family. Tom Bernard here with CEO of North American Banking Company, Michael Bilski. Great to have you here, Michael. Always a pleasure to be with you, Tommy. So you're splitting the tab at lunch or pitching in on a gift for a coworker. Maybe you got to pay that football pool entry fee and you need to settle up now. What do you do if you don't have cash on hand? You could use one of those third-party transferring services that comes with fees and takes days. But how secure are they? Why not send money quickly and safely with the click of a button without the hassle of a middleman? What's the answer, Michael? The XCheck app brought to you by your local community bank. It's safe, secure, and simple to use. The XCheck app. Simply add a new contact by entering their name, phone number, and email into the app. Enter a dollar amount and then initiate the transfer. To accept the payment, the contact simply enters their bank information through a secure link sent via text or email. XCheck. Safe and simple from my banker, North American Banking Company. A better banking experience. Member FDIC, an equal housing lender. If you're one of those folks out there still putting up with contact lenses or dealing with glasses, think just for a moment, what would it be like to wake up to a clear morning and experience your day with all the freedom LASIK brings? Well, I'm living proof. That dream can come true. Tom Bernard here for Whiting Clinic LASIK and Cataract. With the new year right around the corner, it's time to set your sights on 2020 vision. Get $500 off LASIK through the end of the year at Whiting Clinic. If you're like me, not a big fan of glasses and contacts, then it's time for you to find out if you're a candidate for LASIK. Call 855-554-2020 or visit whitingclinic.com for your free LASIK consultation. The great people at Whiting Clinic will take fantastic care of you, just like they did for me. Imagine 2020, buy 2020, and let 2020 be your best year yet with $500 off LASIK at Whiting Clinic. Offer expires December 31st, 2019. Both eyes only cannot be combined. Results may vary. We're rocking out, man. <laughs> what do you think of that? Who is T.I.? He's, He's a, a rapper. rapper. 
Well, T.I.'s a rapper. Georgia, I believe. Mm-hmm. Well, T.I.'s got some problems. Uh-oh. T.I. downed a tequila shot and then caused an uproar in discussing his daughter's hymen on a podcast that aired Tuesday. The rapper, actor, real name Clifford Harris Jr. told the Ladies Like Us podcast that he takes 18-year-old Deja Harris for yearly trips to the gynecologist to check her hymen to see if it's still intact. Ew. And that it is. And what 18-year-old puts up with that? Now, why would you put up with that? You're an adult now. Tell him no. He said the doctor has told him that the thin membrane at the opening of the vagina can be broken in various ways, including through physical activity. But I say, look, Doc, she don't ride no horses. She don't ride no bikes. She don't play no sports. Man, just check the hymen, please, and give me back my results expeditiously. (laughs) (laughs) He said expeditiously. Yeah, baby. Give me my my results expeditiously. I love that so much. <laughs> NBC News reports the rapper suggested the teen had allowed the doctor to share medical information with him. Listeners uh, were nonetheless appalled. Some focused on T.I.'s wording, my results, and stressed that his daughter is not his property. Brittany McBride, a sexual health educator with Advocates for Youth, said the idea of a need for virginity with daughters was an unjust and unfair measure of where this person's value lies in a thin muc- mucosal piece of tissue. Why do they have to call it mucosal? Gross. Hymens. Couldn't they just say tissue? Tissue. That'd be good. Yeah, just go with real. tissue. <laughs> Hymens are not a measure of virginity. She added, indeed, two UN agencies and the uh, WHO have called for an end to hymen checks. <laughs> Never had a hymen check personally. <laughs> Never ordered a hymen check for anyone else either. You're starting to sound like Jerry Lewis. Hymen. Hymen with the hymen. Hymen with the hymen. With the ting of the ting. Uh, Any good comments? If the girl was 15, fatherless, and pregnant, no one would care. Just business as usual. In this case, a father, a bit overprotective, and the liberals go nuts. A bit overprotective. He's not protecting his daughter. He's protecting himself. Right. He's not being protective. What are you... Protective? Gross. I don't really and, understand And I don't know why he thinks he's really protecting himself. It's like... I don't get it either. Dear, my daughter's no strumpet. I mean, is that what he's basically saying? I guess. But he's, this is the same guy that goes on stage, and, I, and I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I've even heard a song of his. <laughs> Does he go bitches and whores a lot? But that's what I'm probably thinking. <laughs> Anybody know if T.I. goes bitches and hoes? Yeah. Mm. He does? Mm-hmm. Oh, so that's okay, but his daughter has <laughs> to have time and check. That's, Jesus. That's, that's hypocrisy at its greatest level. It really is. <laughs> I mean, come on, your daughter's out there and you're going to throw that at her? Uh, Ew, and yeah. the public could come out and say, oh, that's like TMI. Yeah, Not T.I., TMI. it's TMI. TMI. Yeah. <laughs> Well, t- you got a middle name now. <laughs> there you go. Too much information. Too much information. There's no doubt about it. Uh, God, we got a couple more people now. We got uh, well, we got Christian uh, genius billionaire Kanye West. <laughs> his new name. He's going to run in 2024, but it looks now that maybe Bloomberg is going to run in 2020 because he's given 72 million dollars to people to try to rig some things, and he got them rigged. So he. Figured, hey, it's well worth the investment. As mm-hmm. of what, though? As what? What do you mean? Democratic, oh, you mean a de- Democrat or... Yeah, I don't know. That I don't know. I still would like someone to explain to me why the Democrats don't like Tulsi Gabbard. I don't get that. 
she's because she's probably not too left wing crazy. Yeah, but she's a smart, very tough doesn't, woman. Served in the United States military overseas. Doesn't serve their purposes. They want a wacko. She's a woman of color, at least partially. Her father was Samoan. You got you checked all the boxes, and yet somehow she's not the one. I don't get it. It's probably her military background. I think so. Mm-hmm. See, I think I, I could probably vote for her. I have, I mean, like probably some wacko I've been idea. saying this for the past few shows. We need people with military backgrounds uh, back yes. in that office. You have. Absolutely. This country was a lot better off. Yeah, that's what I thought, but uh, I don't know. It's I took a whatever. political whatever quiz. Uh, what is it? I side with the one that's like super duper oh, long. Yeah. And one of my highest politicians I agree with was what's his name? John Delaney. John Delaney. Yeah. yeah there yep. you go. So what's all his the deal? people that aren't getting paid any attention at all because <laughs> they're not nuts. Of course, that's the problem. That's I what mean, it was last time I did it four years ago. I did it, and it was a bunch of people who were moderate and dropped out because no one cares about moderates. No. But isn't wouldn't that be wonderful we got a moderate president? It would be fantastic. Not going to happen. It's just not going to happen, is it? There's too much money involved. I don't know. That's, uh, it just really well, is Well, you look bad. at the, the uh, <coughs> senator who was in D.C. that died, and one of the things they talked about was the fact that he... Oh, Elijah Cummings. Uh, yeah, Elijah Cummings. He yeah. could... Go to both sides of the aisle right. and talk to people. Right. Yeah, but now that's considered a bad thing. Right. As you were say, now you're a traitor or you, mm-hmm. you know. And that's how this country was built, and this is how this country actually works when that happens. Yep. George Washington should have taken the title of king. Just <laughs> they, he, well, rule they over want, everyone, yeah. give them no options. They wanted him to be king, better too, than he democracy. Said no. Well, he didn't. Yeah, he didn't even want to be president. No, he did not. But no. he knew he had to probably just step up to the plate and take one for the team mm-hmm. just to get the ball rolling. <laughs> I guess. I guess there was Imagine. nobody better to do Please it. Please rule our country. No. No. <laughs> I don't want to. I don't want to ruin your damn country. Well, he was a military man. He knew fighting mm-hmm. and tactics. He didn't right. know, yeah, politics, especially the politics of the 18th century, which were a lot more like. There was a lot more like things that were unsaid. The way you said things mattered more than what you said. Mm-hmm. Kind of like today. All I know is that President Trump told me that we did a great job protecting the airports during the Revolutionary War. <laughs> <laughs> I still can't believe he actually said that. Oh, it's like, oh, Donald, well. think before you speak. Yeah, the airports in 1775. <laughs> we didn't have an Air Force. Uh, flying didn't no. exist. Didn't, didn't exist. Didn't but, what are you yeah. talking about? We had unicorns with wings. Yes, absolutely. That's what we're talking <laughs> we about We flew on the right back there. of Pegasus. Oh, God. I, all these people make these things. Statements like that's not even close to true. I know it's. <laughs> God, I'd like to see those runways back then. Yeah, that was my bet. They were nice <laughs> and smooth. Bumpy. Nice and smooth. I'm sure it's just a wonderful thing. I, I what the hell? No. You know what I mean? Let me just say it again. What? The These hell? are the leaders of our country. They are indeed, and I don't really <laughs> understand it. But we are going to try to get through life, I guess. I, I. Uh, well, the people, the people who should be, have made their money, and they don't need to have yep. the power to make the money. So they're just like, yeah, I don't need. They that. just don't want to deal with the bullshit, right? I don't blame them. Yeah, for real. Well, there is that. MSNBC's uh, Morning Joe brutally mocks Jeff Sessions for launching Senate Run. 
Oh, wait a minute. There's a little more to this. I just got to scroll up. MSNBC's Morning Joe brutally mocks Jeff Sessions for launching Senate run by sucking up to the president who called him dumb. Did he? I, did he? I didn't know he sucked up to the president. Did he? I have no idea. I have no idea. He's the first senator. <clears throat> no idea. Uh, in any case, uh, the Alabama Republican is seeking his old seat, which he gave up to serve in the Trump administration. And the Morning Joe host ridicules this fawning assurance to the president that he'll serve his agenda despite the abuse he has heaped on Sessions. Yeah, but you know what, Joe? It's just who these people are. <laughs> you know, you got your deal with, uh, what's her name? Uh, Ruski, Ra- Natasha Fatal, what's her name? Ruski. <laughs> Isn't it? Isn't his wife like a Russian spy or something? I, she, yeah. <laughs> I love everybody's a Russian spy now. <laughs> I know. <laughs> it's just wonderful. You're a Russian spy, that's all I'm saying. <laughs> oh, you know what? I just looked up on my screen. It says, RS wants to show notifications. So I have to hit no thanks. RS, Russian spy. Yeah, see? see? <laughs> right there. They're all after me. I just know it. You're getting into your computer. Who was the Russian spy again just recently? Oh, that was Tulsi Gabbard, too. That's right. Yeah, <laughs> Hillary said she was a Russian spy. <laughs> they like to do like name call. Yes. Insult. Yeah, you're a Russian spy. Yeah, you're a Russian Shut spy. Shut up, you Russian spy. And everybody knows you're out there. <laughs> Why is Hillary speaking at all? I don't know. She's going to run, I think. She has to, apparently. I think she's apparently going to run, and that's all there is to it. <laughs> Whether but... you like it or not, she's going to talk. Yeah, I guess that's probably true, isn't it? That's I don't know. It, but is there any one of them you go, oh, we have to have this person in office? I don't no. have one of those. No. <clears throat> I mean, I, I did. Honestly, the, the last person I thought deserved to be president was Ronald Reagan. <laughs> deserved to be? Well, well, like, you know, well, I like I liked George W. Bush. Not only nice just, guy. I mean, he kind of got a shorthand of the stick when he became president with 9-11 happening and everything right. snowballing yeah, from yeah, there. Yeah, exactly. But I, I liked him as a person. You know, he seemed like a guy you could just chill with and have a beer with and talk football. And He's best friends with somebody that some people know about, but a lot of people would never guess who it is. One of his best friends. Michelle Obama. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Many people don't know that, that they're really, really good friends. Yeah, he's kind of, to me, George W. Bush was kind of like the political opposite of Jimmy Carter. Yeah. Just a nice, genuine person and yep. kind of got a crappy deal when he took the office, yeah. but... Um, you just didn't see you didn't see that arrogance about him that most presidents you yeah. see, you know. But what um, amazes me about that whole thing is you look at it, and he gets into office. What happens? Nine eleven. Mm-hmm. He's leaving office. What happens? The economy collapses. <laughs> I know. Like, God. Yeah, he kind of had a rough presidency. Nice eight year run you got going there for you. Yeah, but yeah, I really liked Ronald Reagan. Um, I was born well. in eighty one, so. <laughs> Um, I think I was a product of my parents were excited that he was elected, and I was born eight months later. Oh, is that right? <laughs> but, that's what it was. Uh, um, yeah, like he had a genuine love for this country and yes. wanted to better it. And, you know, Reaganomics didn't work out the way it was supposed to. They didn't regulate the mm. unregulations enough. Right. Um, but I think, yeah, I think he really tried to make this country turn from what we were yep. dealing with with Carter yep. and the, the economy crashing. Other than that, every president since then, besides George W. Bush, has just been an arrogant, just... Seemed like, yeah, seemed like it. Well, there's three things that... <laughs> there was Reaganomics, 
There was Just Say No. Mm-hmm. And there was Ebonics. They all happened under his press. <laughs> Ebonics? <laughs> Ebonics. <laughs> Ebon- Whatever happened to Ebonics? I don't know, but I... Re- Smart stu- mothers said no. Yeah. <laughs> and my mother was one of the first No people. Ebonics? She's like... My children aren't talking like that. Oh. So what were Ebonics? It was just Jive too. It was, it's like yeah. an urban yeah. dictionary. And wow. it was funny because when that came, that term came out, Steve Harvey had the funniest line. He's like, you better write that shit in pencil because that stuff it changes every day. Every <laughs> day, ladies and gentlemen. But, every uh, day. Yeah. I didn't know MSNBC uh, host Chris Matthews had cancer. Did oh, you guys know that? No. no. I had no idea. Uh, the popular hardball host is celebrating his 20th anniversary with MSNBC this week. He takes the same head-on approach, as they say, to to cancer that he does his TV show. You know, he's an interesting guy. We've had him on the KQ Morning Show several times. And he, he's a pretty decent, decent guy, pretty interesting guy. But the second you start talking politics, he loses his mind. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, he just goes off the deep end. It's like, Chris, calm down. It'll, we'll get there. Everything's good. Some of them, they're just passionate about their politics. And plus, yeah, they, they got to kind of keep a brand going if mm-hmm. they're like a public yeah, figurehead true. like on MSNBC, Fox News. They got to really bolster their their views. Yeah. So. I love how people now, and, the, by, and I don't know how this happened, but by uh, accident, a really negative post about me got through to my talk and text line. Mm-hmm. And it said basically that, that I was a a bitter old man who was destroying his legacy by complaining constantly about this, that, and the other thing. So basically, now if you just try to point things out, because I don't really complain about this stuff. I'm just, I just, I do complain about the crime part of it. Mm-hmm. That I do complain because there's no reason for that to be happening except for politicians mm-hmm. are letting it happen. Mm-hmm. And you have a right to complain because you're yeah. a taxpayer and a citizen exactly. of the city. You have every right to complain about it. But what I said was, hey, you know, you you got your opinion. You don't you don't like me, so I probably wouldn't listen to the show if I were you. But on my side, I learned from people who criticize me, so it works for both of us. You got mm-hmm. your deal out, and I learned maybe something. I listened, so we both uh, benefited from it. Isn't that how it's supposed to work? Mm-hmm. But that's been the same <clears throat> refrain from people well, about you for decades. Thir- only thirty-five years. <laughs> that's all. And, you know, most of it's co-workers. <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding. We'll be right back with the family. What are the things you want to avoid when it comes time to sell your home? Hey, it's Tom with my realtor, Chris Lindahl. If you're like most people, it's things like open houses, staging, decluttering, repairs, maintenance, and all the people coming through your house. Hey, Tom, the Guaranteed Offer Program from Chris Lindahl Real Estate was created for people like you so that you can avoid the things that you don't like doing when it comes time to sell your home. We have been presenting offers for homes in most price ranges. Homeowners are loving our guaranteed offer program, especially how much money they are making on their home sale without the inconveniences. So this program is for all price ranges and conditions, including perfectly maintained homes? Most homes do qualify. To see if your home qualifies, go to chrislindahl.com and click Get Offer right now. Will you be the next homeowner to accept an offer from our guaranteed offer program? Find out now. If you qualify, you will get an offer in 48 hours or less, and the best part is you get to pick a closing date that is convenient for you and close in as little as three weeks. Go to chrislindahl.com right now to see if you qualify or call 763-401-SOLD. That is 763-401-SOLD. 
Tom here for Sabre Plumbing, Heating, and Air Conditioning. Right now, Sabre and Bryant are teaming up to offer 0% financing for 36 months when you buy a new Bryant furnace. This is the perfect time to replace your old furnace with a new trouble-free, energy-efficient furnace from Sabre. And when you buy Bryant equipment, you're getting one of the most trusted names in the industry. This 0% offer is available for a limited time. Call Sabre Plumbing, Heating, and Air Conditioning to find out more, and please tell them that Tom sent you. Saber and Bryant, whatever it takes. Welcome to Hillbilly Acres. <laughs> oh, this is uh, loose traveler. Loose traveler, but you know you can't tell by the harmonica. <laughs> it all sounds exactly the same in there's one. I know. But, like, I don't know. There's something about the Blues Travelers. I just dig. You like them? Yeah. I, well, I like, I like bands that play instruments, you know? No, Versus know. just standing up there with a synthesizer. And <laughs> yeah, well, it's a different deal. We have a caller. Hello. What's up? Wendy, 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 Wendy. Wendy, Wendy. <laughs> What's up? You know, Tommy, you missed the perfect... This morning when you got the crabby text. Oh yeah, yeah. You missed the perfect opportunity to like feed into it and say, hey, "Get off my lawn." Yeah, get off my lawn, Dahlia. Get off my lawn, damn it. You so did. I mean, I know you're right. I sent something to the toxic talking text line that I don't think they read. It's like, you know, honestly, you're just saying what everybody else is feeling, and if people think you're complaining, well, imagine the times. Thousands and thousands of people. Yeah, hundreds of thousands of people. People are people are scared right now, and they're upset. If that comes across as bitter, I, I am the least bitter person on earth, man. I have a wonderful family and a wonderful career and a great life. I am not bitter. I get pissed off, but I'm not bitter. <clears throat> oh, yeah, difference. yeah. No, I'm not. The only thing. That's the fact that the the um, city councils in both cities let it get this far. Yeah, that's exactly that's that part I'm very pissed off about because they should have known yeah. better. There was no reason on earth for this to have ever happened. It's terrible. I, I don't like I seeing. I've lived in St. Paul for like twenty some years. I pay a lot of taxes. I could have gone to better law enforcement. Yep. For, you know, instead of more police, we want to make sure that we figure out why it's happening. It's yeah. Like, uh-huh. You know darn well why it's happening. Yeah, you do. Get the police out there, and then once you have that under control, then you, you know, you have programs. I mean, you, a lot of it is a family issue. I mean, people who feel fully loved don't join street gangs. No, that's very, very mm-hmm. true. It's a very I, good point. I actually learned something the other day. The racial crime gap vanishes if you account for single motherhood really yeah yeah so it people is a don't want to say that people don't want to say that though because an all of a sudden the big r word comes up and yeah. it's like it has nothing to do with race well that's proof it all that it has, has nothing to do, to do with, with the family race. support yeah network. right it's lack of a i mean like people are so worried about serial killers and mass shooters the vast majority of them come from broken homes yeah they do fix broken homes you'll fix serial killers and mass shooters not to mention gang members you know drug dealers all those things they'll all go away if you can just make it so kids grow up in a structured environment but we we've talked about this point for years that this is the outcome from the great society that's exactly what it is Lyndon Johnson is the one who said the father cannot be in the home if you're going to collect benefits. Mm-hmm. That was the dumbest idea in history. Yep. 
And that should be the reward for everybody to be in the home. Exactly. Yeah, really. Give them a boost and then watch them flourish. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, and it's like I told the lady that was running for, uh, unfortunately, the candidate I voted for for St. Paul City Council in my district did not win, and she should have. Mm -hmm. Um, But when she came around, I just thought, well, I'm actually going to talk to one of these politicians and just see how they feel about stuff. We had a nice 30-minute conversation. She was taking notes, and I said, honestly, one of the things that drives me nuts is when politicians try to separate people by saying, yeah. you know, the African-American people, the, you know, well. Mexican people, the whatever. And I said, because called the sec, we have people of all, you know, races. Mm-hmm. I said, but you know what? We don't think of each other as the white neighbor, the black neighbor, the Mexican neighbor. We are all just our neighbors. Yeah, I mean, you and I have talked about that before, Wendy. That's exactly right. We're your neighbors. My favorite is still, like I said, uh, all the things that the Star Tribune has accused me of being. The block on Uh, which I live is a single woman, a gay man, a gay man, a single woman, and a family from India. So apparently, according to Star Tribune, I hate everybody on my block. (laughs) So, you know, that's fine. Well, and I I heard somebody once talk about, oh, you know, we can tell. I, I just was floored. We can tell who lives in a house by how it looks. And I'm like... Um, I don't know about that because then our house is probably one of the most ghetto houses in the cul-de-sac because we've been spending so much money on college tuition for our daughter that yeah. we haven't had a chance to like update some of the stuff that we need to. But, you know, six weeks left till graduation. Hooray. <laughs> and then we'll actually have money again. Six weeks? Really? Before Five Christmas? Five weeks, actually. Yeah. Before Christmas? Five weeks. That's yeah. wonderful. Yeah. She graduates two weeks before Christmas. That's fantastic. And then people ask us, uh, when when, oh, what kind of a graduation party are you going to have? And I'm like, are you serious? Christmas is two weeks later. They're, no. no. <laughs> yeah, exactly. No. You get a congrats like she, from Santa present. And exactly. Well, I, I asked her what you wanted to do. She goes, I don't want a big party. She goes, I just want a small group of family. She just cut you off. It was sad. Yep. Your, your daughter just said, forget it. You're out. <laughs> We can't hear it all anymore. Yeah, she's got oh, a bad we'll connection. That. Oh, there you are. Yep. She wants to go to the Italian restaurant over in Hudson, Wisconsin. And I said, let's do it. The food's always good. A little Italian chow over in Hudson, Wisconsin. She graduates. Every- well, congratulations. That's great news. That's wonderful. Thank you. Yeah, right after she walked across the stage, I plan on having like a shot in my pocket. And it's like, yay, success. So, Wendy, <laughs> I got an inside tip for you. Uh-oh. Guess who's coming to Key West this year? <gasps> Who? Andy. You believe it? Yes. Andy's actually going to leave the state. I can believe it because I told Melissa the other day that Andy needed to take her there for a warm honeymoon. <laughs> yeah. We'll see? Kind of got snowed she in. Snow this time. <laughs> in South Dakota. <laughs> exactly. He got snowed in in South Dakota. So, yeah, Andy and Melissa are coming. Alex and the kids are coming. It's going to be a, that'll be a great trip. Oh, good. Then uh, Fawn can sit next to me this time, uh, like she did last time, and we can uh, we can talk it. all about all about her. Last time it was all about her, about her butt. I think. Oh yeah. Oh, <laughs> she, was, she, loves- she was she was singing me all these songs, and she put the word butt in them, and mm-hmm. I just was cracking up laughing because oh, yeah. she was yeah. so hysterical. I, I love her. I love toddler humor. I know it's phenomenal. Oh, oh yeah. Her new deal now is everything is. If it would have been the Beatles, I want to hold your poop. Would have been the name. <laughs> Everything's poop now. Everything's about poop. 
<laughs> like, okay, oh my well. Well, I gotta let you go because I gotta I gotta head out for lunch. But I just thought I'd put that in. It's like, no, you're you're not crabby. You're not or you're not bitter. You're just crabby like the rest of us. Like are. the rest of you. You happen to have a microphone. Exactly. We appreciate that. Thank you, my dear. We'll talk to you soon. You betcha. Have a good one. You too. Wendy, 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 calling in, ladies and gentlemen. Mm-hmm. Very smart woman. Yes. She is. She's a very, very bright woman. I love having her on the trips, too, because she just has fun. She's always smiling, always laughing. She loves it. I know. She wants me to go to Key West, too. And I'm Key like, West. I don't know. Maybe. Key Maybe West. I can swing it. I don't know. It's hard It's hard for me to get away and <laughs> with all the About 17 humans. kids, that'll yeah. do it. Yeah, huh? That'll take care of it. I, I do want to finish this story quickly. The hardball host who is celebrating his 20th anniversary with MSNBC this week took the same head-on approach when discussing a recent brush with prostate cancer. That forced him off the air for two weeks. Uh, Before his Tuesday show, Matthews discussed his diagnosis with the Inquirer. He said his endocrinologist was worried over a blood test that showed a rising PSA number, a potential sign of prostate cancer. After consulting with the doctors, Matthews underwent an MRI that ultimately narrowed the issue to one problem area on his prostate. It had a Gleason number of nine. That's bad because 10 is the top. So it meant it was aggressive, uh, Matthew said, and it was near uh, the edge, and you don't want it to jump into another organ. Mm-hmm. Uh, so Matthew's had surgery, which seems to have been a success. According to the 73-year-old host, he underwent multiple tests to make sure it's not anywhere else. And so far, he's in, so that's great news. Chris Matthews um, is cancer-free right now. That's always nice to hear. Well, that's good. It's a tough road to hoe, I bet. Man, that prostate cancer. Well, we lost Vince Flynn to prostate cancer at, what, 46 yeah. years old? Well, yeah, because usually by the time they catch it, it's so far in advance. I mean, is is a prostate something you actually need, or could they remove? Technically, no, you can remove it. Yeah, okay. you can remove it, yeah. I was just wondering if it was one of those things where it can, you can't remove it, otherwise <laughs> your body won't work right. Be You'll the never greatest? have kids again, but... Right, yeah. you're not going to have kids again. Imagine if I got my prostate taken on all of a sudden I went to work. Yeah, how you doing? <laughs> <laughs> How's everything going? Everything good? Oh. Um, yeah, you yeah, you can you can you can function without a prostate. You just as Andy said, you're not having any more babies, but that's about it. Right? Yep. Pretty much, yeah. Pretty much the situation. Mm-hmm. Cancer's uh, a bitch. Yep. Yeah, I just I don't understand the the need for the if there is a God, what the hell are you doing, really? I mean, cancer, that's the best you can do? Well, I really think it's a lot of it, the problem that we're having with this uptick in cancer and stuff. It's all in our food. Well, that's what they're saying. It, it, You know, it has to be, because that's what everybody does on a daily basis is they eat. Yeah. Well, that's true. I mean, that probably is the situation. Mm -hmm. I don't know. The problem I do have, though, is all all the stuff you're supposed to be able to eat tastes like crap. So who (laughs) needs I'd rather be dead. (laughs) Here, here's another weed for you to eat. Oh, great. That's perfect. That's what I want. I know. And then, of course, to eat healthy, like organic, it's so expensive. Oh, oh, yeah. That stuff is spendy, no doubt about that. Well, even like my gluten-free food, I like... Yeah. Like I bought a bought I love those muffin in a cups. Have you ever had one of those? Mm-mm. It's like a, a muffin mix that you pour in a coffee cup and you just add milk or water and you pop it in the microwave. Oh, okay. It's, it's like having a little cake in the cup. And they have a gluten-free brand and the regular brand is like 3 bucks for a box for four packets in it. The gluten-free is like $6. And it's like and I get the same amount. Yeah. Yeah, so it's just 
you know, those trendy, healthy things that they put out, they know they can mark up the prices and stuff like that. Now, there are some places where you can find, like, healthier organic food, like Aldi's is reasonably priced but man i don't even shop at whole foods i can't afford it it's so expensive didn't you buy like some tuna salad at whole foods and it was like forty dollars oh yeah <laughs> could i get a quart of tuna salad it was like forty dollars i mean jesus <laughs> tuna salad. hey let me bring home some tuna salad to watch the football game that'll be 180 dollars. Yeah. thank you oh geez yeah i just it's like what are you what are you doing i know Whole Foods, is, I got a problem with them. I really, I, first of all, I don't like their deli at all. Oh. Their prepared foods, I, I, they're not very good. Then you get the $40 tuna salad, you know, it's just like, uh Plus, Jeff Bezos is annoying. What <laughs> do you so, think? So he owns Whole Foods, yep. Amazon. Amazon, he owns what all kinds of What else does he own? The world. The world. Yeah, he owns everything. It's God. just, he does, he owns every damn thing. That's crazy. I I can't imagine having that amount of money. Being a billionaire? Paul, oh, he's got to be good and close to a trillion. Uh, well, he's a, 160 billion is the last I heard. Oh. So he's got a ways to go to get to a trillion, but, uh, <laughs> you know, he'll get there. Oh, he'll, he'll get there. And what's amazing is he just took someone else's idea and implemented it. Yeah. He, all he did is take the Sears catalog and made it digital. That's all he did. Although, you know, we got in the mail the other day. A Sears store? Because they're giving them away now. <laughs> <laughs> Honest to God. Congrats. You own a Sears store. No. Yeah, you own Sears now. Amazon is putting out their, you know how every Christmas time stores put out their toy catalog? Yeah. Yep. Amazon's starting to do that. Do you have we, a toy catalog? We got one in the mail. Oh, and my good. son was already going around circling what he wants for <laughs> Christmas. And I got to send it to Santa. Um, but, yeah. And I think Amazon. Did you ever do that as a kid? What? Like take the catalogs at Christmas time and circle the, the items oh, yeah. you wanted. Absolutely. Yeah. I, I, think... I wanted the woman in the bikini. Panel, <laughs> but it never happened. The part. I was only like eight years old. My kid used to drag it around to the point it was worn out. <laughs> <laughs> Here's know. what I want, Dad. But I think Amazon's tapping into that because a lot of kids did that when they were. Yeah. Young and you know, Target puts out one. I think Walmart mm-hmm. does. So yeah, it's pretty good that Amazon is putting out a catalog for Christmas for the kids. Cause I think it is great. Yeah, it is nice. Makes it much more convenient for the parents. Yes. And did you always get what you wanted for Christmas? Pretty uh, much always. Didn't more you? or less, yeah. <laughs> what do you mean more or less? I said always. Well, I don't know. Not like I remember every Christmas. I do. Yeah. I'm here to tell you. Remember all I, of them? I can't remember. Asking my folks for stuff for Christmas. No. no. But then I would wake up and we'd find plenty of stuff. With nine kids in the house, we'd find plenty of stuff. And I never hated anything I got. No, no, absolutely. No, I never hated any of my gifts either. And it was funny because I would always get a new sports game every year. And everything back then was either the electric football Yep. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> or, or, or the rock. I hated that electric football so much. God. <laughs> we were just talking about oh, it. Oh, God. Or, <laughs> and there was electric baseball, too. Yeah. Uh, rod hockey, basketball, or rod, uh, rod, ho- rod hockey, or rod basketball. Rod hockey? Yeah, you know, where you had the rods, metal rods. Oh, that, yeah. yeah. Oh, I thought yeah. you were talking about no, something else. Anyway, 
Uh, we'll take a break. We'll be right back with Hour 2 with the family.